Thanks for joining us for another God-inspired message from C3 Church Monash. Connect with us online at c3monash.org.au and we hope you enjoy today's message. Um, at the start of 1992, I sat down with my dad and said that I wasn't going to play uh, soccer anymore for the second time. And this time it came out of absolute hurt and anger. Um, in 1991, um, I had failed to make the Australian Under-17 soccer team and, and I felt that it was political in its reasons uh, for that. So I just gave up and thought, I'm not going to play this game anymore, uh, to which broke my dad's heart. And then um, a couple of months later, I still remember it, the 9th of March, 1992, I came home from school uh, to my mum crying on the lounge and uh, her telling me the words that dad has walked out. Mm. And, uh, and that just absolutely gutted me. My, my whole world uh, was shattered in that moment. Mm. My dad was my hero, my idol. I lived uh, to impress him and to do everything I could for him. So in that moment, my entire world came crashing down. Wow. So. And how old were you when that happened? Uh, I was 17 right. when that happened. I was turning 18 later that yeah. year. And, and yeah, my, yeah, like I say, my entire identity at that point um, was completely challenged because it had wow. been in my dad, it had been in, in doing things, uh, not yeah. just to impress him, but, but my relationship with him, I felt was so strong that, that I wanted to do things that just impressed him and, right. and those sorts of things. So that, that just changed uh, my life uh, forever. And then, right. then from there, my anger toward God, my heavenly father, then, then took me on a different wow. journey in itself. Okay, and so uh, have, what's your relationship now like with your dad? Yeah, that's, that's probably another story in itself is that um, uh, trying to repair that relationship with my dad after he walked out uh, was very, very challenging. Um, and then probably around 1990, uh, probably 94, 95 um, would be about the last time that I ever spoke to my dad. He's, he's had, he's had he wanted nothing to do uh, with me. Uh, since that point. Uh, he did come to Canberra once and we invited him into the family where he met uh, my boys Ryan and, and Jake uh, and Michaela was very, very young at that stage and I thought this is, this is a, a chance to um, restore the relationship and go on a different journey around healing. Um, but for one reason or another, uh, that was the last time I've seen my dad and uh, the last wow. time that we've ever communicated. Wow. What a story. And how has that impacted your relationship with God? Um, in, the, in the beginning, it was very challenging. I was, I was angry uh, with God for a number of reasons. Uh, one was around the football. Um, mm. that, that, um, that took a lot of time for me to work through. Mm. Uh, with my dad, um, I reckon, for me, I reckon there was a moment when I was about 24 as a father myself uh, with Ryan at that stage uh, where I knew that for the first time I had forgiven my dad. There were plenty of times in the past where I thought I'd forgiven him, mm. but the moment of his, the mention of his name, uh, a memory or something like that, just reminded me that I actually hadn't yeah, uh, well, forgiven him uh, yeah. in that. But it was around, um, uh, yeah, around that time yeah. when I was about 24 that I can remember mm. just completely giving it to God right. um, and forgiving him. Uh, and I think for me, um, the key for me was staying connected to the house. Wow. Um, it would have been very easy to walk away. I tried walking away as a teenager um, yeah. in my anger with God, but just staying connected and having, right. um, uh, as Ben was praying before, just spiritual fathers in the house, yeah. uh, whether they knew it or not, um, people that I looked up to, people I admired in the house that I just kept coming back knowing that God was going to do a work yeah. um, and that everything that we do in life is for a purpose. Nothing is right. ever uh, done without God bringing something out yeah. of that, whether it be in our life or in the life of others that well, we connect with. So, so you were looking up to people, to men in the church as father figures. Yeah, well and truly, because um, my dad would come to church occasionally, more out of um, 
uh, trying to please mum um, in that and keep the family peace. So, so my spiritual fathers and role models came from the house and then as I became a teacher, there were, there were uh, mature male teachers that then I would talk with yeah. and, and look up to and try and model yeah. uh, what, godly f- um, what a godly father would look like or, yeah. or be in that sense. So. There's a big responsibility for us. Like we own this thing together. Uh, people are looking up to us. So, thank you for sharing that, Daniel. Yeah. Tell thank us your you. story. Yeah. Uh, before I talk about my father, actually, uh, I want to talk about uh, how I uh, picturing him in my life. Uh, I don't really know him. Uh, because not uh, not because he's not uh, with me, he's with me, but he's kind of give a rib- liberal mindset to to me. Uh, he's his uh, my grandpa is a pastor who uh, had a restriction rule for all of his children, mm-hmm. and it come to my dad's generations. Uh, he, he thinks that the, the, the situation that he experienced with his dad is uh, been such a hard time for him. So he, he thinks uh, liberal for uh, children and liberal mindset, everything is okay, everything, as long as you think it's good, as long as you think it's right, you can do it. And then what do you, want, what do you think is good, you can do it. So the, my dad think and put that uh, situation into me. And so your grandfather was a Christian. Yeah. Very strict one. Yeah. Your dad was a Christian, but a very liberal one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do whatever you want. And, and, uh, okay. Yeah. Because his, his dad is, is very restrictive to him, and what he did, he did to me, uh, from what he's experienced, he want me to feel enjoying my life. So he, he told me that you can do anything you want, anything you like. After you graduate from high school, you can smoke and you can drink and then you can whatever you do as, as long as you think is is right you can do it and then I, I began to come okay and then when I graduate from high school I began to long my hair and uh, <laughs> find a friend who's cool with with the with the with the smoke and uh, uh, anything this uh, at that time is disco is a uh, is a uh, in the in the <laughs> yes, at a, around nineties. <laughs> That's yeah. Then and uh, in the in the journey, uh, uh, I actually I'm 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 a very talented man with the music, and then everybody uh, likes to to hear my scene and when I play uh, music and then they they love it and then I got an opportunity to record my song and I get a contract with the big company record in Indonesia. Uh, but because of my dad give me like an uh, okay for everything, he didn't, he didn't uh, warn me when I dealing with the drugs and the things w- with all the musicians do. Uh, and and, and I, I stuck with the drug addicted for a uh, quite quite times years and then it ended up me for uh, entering in rehabilitation for two years to heal my myself. Okay. Yeah. So you, you became drug addicted. Yes. Hard drugs. Yes. Uh, and then you were in rehab for two years. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. And then uh, after that, even my dad still told me, uh, "Okay, what do you want now?" Uh, I, I think I'm I'm I'm. Uh, 
want to serve God. Okay, do you think God, you, you want to serve God? Yeah, okay, do what, <laughs> what do you want? And then the searching of figure of that is, uh, at the first is make me uh, trap into a very bad situation. And then uh, after I repent on year 1998, I find a, a dead figure and he bring me to, to know Jesus. And then at that time, my life is begin changing. So you, you found a father figure yeah, in the faith yeah, yeah, yeah. and he brought you to Jesus. Yeah. Okay. And, then, and since that, uh, and I, I, I got lucky, with, uh, I have wife, glory, beautiful wife. And then glory reminds me like this, that you have experienced liberal things, mindset with your dad. Please do not do like that to our son. <laughs> to our children, <laughs> because I'm I'm beginning. I, I didn't realize because uh, I didn't realize uh, when Jeremy and Nadia. We have two kids, uh, uh, Jeremy and Nadia, and you know, 12 and 10 years old uh, boys and girls. Sometimes they, uh, they uh, I feel lazy to go to school, and I, I I I'm just saying like this, okay, <laughs> and glorious. No, no, that's a cognac. Daniel, you have to. Be careful about yourself because you don't want to put your experience to your children. So I'm, I'm not, because, okay. And I learned, I joined to a seminar called BMRS, a Built Man Race Son. And it teaches me how to build uh, uh, myself and then how to raise uh, children. And then uh, it, it taught me that every time you, you take them your children to a school is like more like you investing time to them. Ten minutes uh, for me to take them to the school, but in in a year, ten times three hundred, it means I have three thousand minutes with my children. But actually, it's very hard. It's more like I'm going to school. I have to wake early in the morning and wake them up, and then go to school again. And it's like me in the morning, in the in the evening, in the morning, in the evening. Wow. Hey, come on! I feel like I'm like my I'm begin go to school again, but that's an invest time for them, so they will be experienced and then uh, will grow as a man, man. Yeah. And how is your relationship with your dad now? Uh, he passed away two years ago. Okay. And then before he passed away, uh, I kind of I kind of like I don't have a figure. Uh, yes, but. Uh, I know I have to do it right. I call him one night and then I try to uh, make him repent for what he's doing. <laughs> At least he, he, he can have a, a tender, gentle heart to his children. So I call him, I rang him and I, I said, hey dad, uh, I love you. You know what, what he said? He said, oh, okay, <laughs> that's it. What? I said, okay, but I, I already, already said to him, I love you, and then it's okay, it's okay. And then when he passed away, it's very hard because I have to uh, stand in front of the people who come at the funeral and give him appreciate. Then I, 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 I'm, I'm right down and I, I tell everybody that I appreciate my father, I have good experience, and he's my uh, hero. So. Hmm. Mm. So you've both had situations where you've had to forgive your fathers. <laughs> yeah. so, Rob, can you tell us about that forgiveness thing and 
um, you said that you you knew when you had finally forgiven him. How did you know? What did? How was that different to the thousand times before when you tried to forgive him? Um, the times before that, there would always be an anger. So just the mention of his name would would draw a real anger in me, yeah. and uh, and at that point there was a real hatred. Like I actually hated my dad mm. and and part of that was he was my hero and I couldn't believe that he had let me down um, but on the in the same in the same breath I had such and still do have such admiration for my mum and mm. such love for my mum that I couldn't believe that he would just leave her mm. um, in the manner in which he did and and pretty much um, you know even within uh, terms in Australian uh, culture is pretty much leave us on the brink of poverty um, because my mum just worked part-time jobs to bring money into mm. the home. Mm. Uh, Dad was the breadwinner. And so when he left, you know, financially we were broken. Mm. Um, and so um, just trying to work through that, work through that with him uh, relationally was very difficult. Mm. Um, but it was just working through and just, just every time I felt anger and hatred that I just mm. say to God, I don't want to carry this, I, I can't. Mm carry this I, I need to change my attitude toward him irrespective of what's happened mm. uh, he is my dad um, and if I want to uh, at that stage as a teacher if I want to be able to model love and grace to the students that I that I teach mm. then I've got to be able to deal with this hurt mm. um, that's going on and um, and it was and it was just um, um, sort of in a in a connect group where we were just praying about forgiveness doing a study on on forgiveness, that, that mm. when I did that verbally again for I don't know how many tens of thousands of times, um, mm. I could just feel that there was no hatred anymore, that, that my heart toward my oh, dad was wow. to try and reconnect. And so when he came to Canberra on that one-off visit, I was very open and very prepared mm. um, for that visit to let him know that we that I do love him. And, mm. that, um, and again, my dad and I are not the best people at expressing emotion. Um, so, so for me to say to him, uh, that I love him uh, was a challenge in itself mm. um, because I always knew he loved me. He didn't say it, or maybe a couple of times he did, but I always knew he loved me uh, mm. and it was unconditional. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it was just that journey of just constantly, every time this hatred, this anger would burn, I'd just have to keep coming back and going, God, I don't mm. want to carry this. This is, this is eating away at me. Mm. Um, and it's one of those things where uh, whether he was feeling hurt or not, uh, it was certainly impacting my relationship with others, so mm. I had to deal with that. Yeah, yeah. What about for you, the forgiveness for you? How did that look? Yeah, the way the way I'm doing it is like uh, when my dad told me about his dad, my grandpa, I kind of feel like he don't like it, his dad. I kind of feel like he, he don't like it. Even though my, my grandpa is a, is a great man, actually, is uh, achieving um, a lot of things in in the government in a, in the area of church, and then my dad as uh, his his son is more like not not like like to tell about his dad. Mm. Uh, and for me, I begin to to tell my son how good is my my dad, uh, and I'm I'm beginning to to tell my son your your grandpa is a good man. Your grandpa is a is an uh, a responsible man, and I I want to make an, a line of a legacy and, a, and a into like in terms of generation to generation. I don't want like me thinking about my grandpa is a strong heart and uh, is not easy at the time. I don't know, but now I know. But in in my father's heart is full of bitterness to his dad, and I I don't want to be like that. I want to 
tell a good things about my dad to my son. And then, uh, and, and now Jeremy is more like, oh, our uh, grandpa is like this, okay, okay. So they have a good memory and good thing. We just, I'm, I'm not lying. We just, yeah, he's done a good things, but I, I, didn't, I didn't tell the negative thing of my dad. I, I tell a positive thing to my, to my children. Mm. That's it. So you both uh, had fathers that had religious kind of experience and engagement. How, how, how did you reconcile that? Uh, I still remember, uh, um, you know, being in church on one of the occasions that Dad came, came along um, at a Christian Outreach Centre in Brisbane and... Um, and Dad was a sceptic, and I still remember Pastor Clark Taylor, uh, before he got up to preach, just saying that there's someone here that has a knee injury, it's a sporting injury, God wants to heal you this morning. And he probably repeated that five or six times in the next ten minutes, um, to the point where uh, my dad finally had the courage to put his hand up. And so it was on this side of the church, I remember Mum always used to love sitting up the front to my, um, you know, my... Uh, my shock and horror, I'd rather sit up the back. Um, and so we're in the second row, and as my dad stood up, uh, Clark Taylor just started praying over my dad. He crumbled, um, and he's, he went to the doctor that week, and his knee was completely healed. Mm. Um, and it always amazed me that he would never acknowledge that God actually did a work mm. um, in his life. Mm. Uh, with that, God had done a number of things to show him his love and care mm. for him as an individual. Mm. Um, but I think his, his upbringing... Um, certainly impacted um, what he thought a father was mm. uh, in that. And um, so reconciling, uh, that is that uh, for me, uh, just understanding that, um, you know, God has always promised to never leave us nor forsake us, mm. um, irrespective of what, what we're going through. Mm. Um, and, uh, and for me, the power uh, of that connection and that relationship with Christ mm is vitally important because yeah. life is full of challenges. Um, mm. But knowing that God is mm. there, he is my constant, he is my rock, yeah. um, gives me the strength to wow. keep going day to day, um, mm. you know, as a father, Beautiful. as a husband, uh, in that irrespective of what's happening around yeah. us. Yeah, okay. And Daniel, what about you? How did you reconcile the anomalies? Uh, me? Yeah. Yeah, uh, me and... Uh, Glory is is like uh, we are now trying to put our path to become a good parents for uh, our children. Mm. So we don't want to put a burden to our children with the word of God. Actually, uh, everything in, in our life have to uh, come from the word of God, from the truth of God. But uh, I I have to guide my children for them to understand the word of God and they know God himself and then they can experience uh, uh, with God and then, and then they, they, will, they will understand what, what the things that I, I, I teach them. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful, okay. So what would, um, what would uh, how, how has your experience with your earthly father shaped you as a father? Uh, I think for me, um, being there for my children, not placing my own expectations on what I want them to do, but actually allowing them to discover who they are in Christ Jesus, um, develop the gifts and abilities that God has placed in their life, um, and to be that support uh, for them. I think one of the, the greatest challenges um, of being a dad is seeing your children uh, go through times of hardship, 
um, because mm. as a father, uh, I, I just wish I could just take the pain, carry the pain, mm. um, but I know that it's through that experience that shapes them mm. in what they do. Uh, and I'm always reminded uh, of that poem, The Footprints, um, which says, you know, God, why did, you know, when I look back on the sand and I see one set, of, one set of footprints in my darkest moments, why is it that you left me? And God says, my child, I love you too much. I actually picked you up and carried you mm. through those times. And as a father, um, I think that's one of the things um, that I've tried to do is in those times is, is not abandon them, mm. uh, as I felt I was, mm. um, but also doing it in a manner... Um, that glorifies God, but sometimes not in word, just purely in action. Yeah. Um, so irrespective of where my kids are in their faith journey, is actually modelling to them a love of mm. a heavenly father. Yeah. Um, so Beautiful. trying to be, to the best of mm. my ability, non-judgmental mm. uh, within that, but just being that support uh, for mm. them and carrying them and, and uh, encouraging them and working with mm. them through that time of pain. Beautiful. Yeah. And for you, Daniel? Yeah. For me, because... Uh, I experienced the absence of my dad in every special moment in my life, in, uh, whether through difficulties or through victories. I want to be uh, always uh, around for my children. Mm -hmm. I will always be there, and I want to make sure that my children know that his dad is always be with them mm -hmm. in, in the difficulties, in the victories, in area of their life. Beautiful. So you're both saying the same thing in as much you want to be present yeah. as fathers. Yeah, that's beautiful. How, and how does that, like, how do you balance that? You can't be present at everything. Like, how do you do that? Uh, I think the beauty of technology is that you can always be present. Um, <laughs> you, just, you just may not be physically uh, present, uh, present with them. Uh, but it is a challenge. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and I think it's uh, letting them know that you are there irrespective mm. of what's going on, uh, that there's yep. nothing that they could do that would actually uh, force you away yeah. from them. It doesn't mean that you're pleased with what they've done. It doesn't mean you condone or approve what they've done, but it actually means that you will be there irrespective yeah. of what that Beautiful. is and that you will work through the pain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and if that means that uh, you're, you're needing to travel from point A to point B to go get them or to mm. be with them, um, distance is not an issue. Yeah. Um, it's just a matter of time in which you can yep. get there. But it's that it's that ability for them to know that you will be uh, a constant mm. uh, for them, that you will be reliable. Uh, yep. The commitment that we have mm. as dads to them, to the best of our ability, is not questioned. Yeah, um, beautiful. Yeah. Thank God there's a WhatsApp because uh, I can do WhatsApp. video call, WhatsApp. We are, WhatsApp. Of, we are in Indonesia, do WhatsApp and then uh, he, all my children can uh, any any time they, they want to connect with with me because mm. I'm also traveling to mm. do God's work and he, uh, they just rang me in a WhatsApp and then even in a area I we don't have like a signal or, and uh, I have glory to uh, represent me as a, their mm. parents. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful. As, yeah. It's interesting how technology can provide some of the most challenging moments for parents, That's but right. actually yeah. <laughs> you're using that to actually enhance your parenting ability. So final question then, what would you say, Rob, to uh, somebody who is finding it difficult to forgive their earthly father? Uh, good question. Um, I think for me it would be summed up in one word of perseverance. 
um, you need to find a way because at the end of the day, irrespective of how my dad may have been feeling toward me, toward our family, I can't control that. Mm. But I can control the emotions and what I do and what I say about my dad um, around that. So what I started learning is that it was a bit like a cancer. It was eating away at me. Mm. And I could allow that to continue to eat away at me and harm and damage um, not just the outside relationships, but also with, with my wife, Kim. Mm. Uh, and then as my kids would grow and develop, mm. it would start to mm. impact them. And so mm. uh, for me, it's, it's, it's coming back to an understanding that, um, that God loved us so much that he actually sent his son to the cross. Mm. Um, irrespective of what we did, there was nothing that, um, yeah. that Jesus didn't take to that cross uh, yeah. with him. And so for me, uh, it was all about... Uh, knowing that uh, that God loved him as well, yeah. um, and I needed to deal with my own emotions and my own hurt and pain, so that, um, as Daniel was saying, I can talk to my own children yeah. about him as a man without the hurt, um, yeah. without the disappointment, but yeah. actually looking at some of the things that he did do very well as a father yeah. uh, during that time and not having yeah. that um, muddied with uh, the hurt Beautiful. and the disappointment. Beautiful. And you, what would your advice be? Yeah. Uh, for me, it's more like an option, yeah. Uh, what do you want to take in your life? Uh, not forgiven Not forgiven is more like you bringing rubbish in wherever you go. Uh, you want to take uh, rubbish wherever you go or you want to take fresh fragrance every day because forgiven is more like fresh fragrance every day. If, if, you, if you bring fresh fragrance, you, and in everywhere, you 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 go. You will be bring also a fresh fragrance. Mm. But if you take rubbish with you in every in everywhere you go, will be stinky and uh, smelly, or, uh, and people will mm. be oh, what happened to this man? What's the smell and mm. like So uh, mm. not forgiven is is more mm. like that. Mm. So uh, 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 is uh, I choose to bring bring mm. a fresh fragrance, mm. even though I I I experience and not not. Uh, I'm not, I don't like that experience. I, I wish I have a, a better experience with my dad, but uh, that's, that's already happened and I don't blame him and I forgive him and I, I, I just I walk with a fresh fragrance in, in my life. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Can you thank these guys for sharing so openly in their hearts? <clears throat> I'll just get you to stay here. What up? What I'd like to do is actually open up a, a ministry time for, for those of us that need to forgive our fathers, um, our earthly fathers. Maybe it's a blockage in our relationship and it's distorting the way that we're relating to our heavenly father. And uh, I love the heart of both Rob and Pastor Daniel and what they're sharing with us. But I think there's a significant moment here. And uh, we're talking about from generation to generation and you know, turning the hearts of the fathers to the children and then back again. And I think that we have the opportunity to do that. And if we can't be reconciled with our earthly father, it's going to be very difficult. We'll have a distorted and skewed view of our heavenly father. So can I invite you all to stand? And I'm going to ask Rob and Daniel to help and just pray for people. Just lay hands on people. Just um, if you feel... And if we could just pray that new wine song, that would be great, guys. But just come forward if you'd like prayer this morning. Just if there's an element of forgiveness that you know that God's been speaking to your heart about today, that you would like to uh, 
just uh, see a shift in that so that you can know that you have forgiven your earthly father. So come forward if you know God speaking to you as, as you lead us in worship. Thanks, guys. I don't know about you, but I loved hearing from those two men and uh, all that they've walked through, the, the softness of heart, but the realness of their faith journey and just that strength to overcome. So uh, thank you, uh, Rob and Pastor Daniel, for your ministry. Why don't you give these guys an appreciation? Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening to today's message. If you have any prayer needs, email prayer at c3monash.org.au or connect with us online.